Welcome to the Banega Swasth India podcast. Our focus this season is One Health, One Planet, One Future. Our aim is health for all and leaving no one behind because only a swasth bharat can be a sampann bharat. I am Ambika Singh Kama and today we will be talking about inclusion and economic empowerment of the persons with disabilities. Madhubala Sharma who is a senior consultant learning and development at Concentrix and her husband Dinesh Koshal who is a manager technology publicist sapient Madhu is 100% visually challenged since birth with a fully damaged optic nerve Dinesh lost his sight gradually till he was left with none of it by the time he was 8 They both met in a software company that develops screen readers A screen reader uses speech technology to let blind users work with computers. How did you both meet? So it's it's been very interesting Dinesh and I uh, first met when I was like a little not little but yeah like a teenager 16 15 16 at National Association for the Blind. But we really really met when uh, we joined a software company and I was a software tester and he was a software uh, developer. So that's how, that's where our love story began. but we weren't very good to each other i would tell him uh, so i the day he was supposed to join i had told everybody in the company oh this guy is going to join he's not very good and let's not be nice to him uh, thought of bragging and all but of course we didn't do much then he used to laugh a lot on my jokes and his laughter is like infectious so then we started talking and uh, when we got talking we used to chat a lot we used to chat on um, msn And you know the interesting thing is that because Dinesh and I both of us cannot see, so we would turn off our monitors and uh, and the light hurt my eye, the monitor's light. So I anyway would keep my monitor off and we would chat away to glory. So uh, it, it was very interesting then how he proposed to me also, in the sense that uh, he asked me, uh, he continued asking me about a girl. He said I have a girlfriend, I have somebody in mind, and I really like her. I don't know how to propose to her. He took all the ideas from me, and one fine day he told me that, uh, well, that girl is you. So that's how it got started, and I took a day, and then I just he asked me again. I said, "Haan, itna bhi bura nahi hai, chalega. Not, not bad. It's like anybody else. We have our ups and downs. We have fights. We have and <laughs> and uh, you know we have our uh, fights are mainly because of you know parenting and parents would understand that <laughs> that's not easy. So uh, I think what got us uh, the independence and the wings to fly truly is that education, the investment that our parents did in us, the education system. Uh, that has been evolving and uh, we were treated like any other regular child there was no differentiation that hey you can't see then you'll be treated in a different way and uh, we got a lot of enablement of course there were challenges whose life does not have challenges but with that when we we grew up we continued to educate ourselves job opportunities opened up because i you know my my dinesh and i both of us became contributing members to the society we are taxpayers <laughs> happy taxpayers and uh, that actually also helped us get resources to raise our son most importantly i think our perspective is that uh, we want to give ourselves and our son the life that 
that has a lot of independence and that does not have that poor thing feeling in it. Neither neither am I a poor thing nor Dinesh a poor thing and nor our son a poor thing because you know he is being raised by disabled parents and he has to do a lot of things for us. A lot of times people come and say that you know you uh, they, they call Namesh and our son and they say take care of your mama papa. You really need to take grow up and take care of them. You know, they are your parents. And the only mindset that we've attempted to inculcate is that you take care of yourself, live life, enjoy yourself, just like any other child. We don't want to take his child childhood away from him. So we let him be, we let him, we let him enjoy. And um, we, we, uh, we manage a lot of things independently. We watch movies, we go shopping like anybody else. We go, we go to restaurants for fine dining, for, uh, for trips, domestic and abroad. And uh, we do adventure sports together like anybody else we live. How important is inclusion for the growth of the individuals and the society as a whole? I think um, inclusion, inclusiveness is the way. Uh, and <clears throat> somewhere the good thing is that, uh, you know, in, uh, culturally we are diverse and very rich. And if we bring in this inclusion uh, aspect, I think we can do uh, we can do much better as a society uh, as well. Because ultimately, these are the uniquenesses of the individual. Disability is one part of it. The disability is not me. There's a lot more to it. I can I can talk for myself. I can I can groom so many other people. I can invest in people. And that contribution, if the society is able to embrace. And put my disability behind and embrace that difference, that uniqueness. Then imagine how brilliantly, you know, we all can live together and how much more we can progress together. Dinesh, please tell us what helped you cope with the fact that you were losing your vision. So when I was uh, around seven year old, I sort of had a clue that something is wrong in the sense that, first of all, I was studying in a school. And that school moved to basement. And when they moved to basement, I could not see the blackboard. And then teachers told my parents that he won't be able to study anymore. So we can, maybe you might have to take him out of school. And then, um, then I got surgery. And, and then after surgery, doctor said that probably he will no, never be able to study in a regular school. So send him, look for a school, special school for the blind. So I went there and, um, uh, kind of learned how to live life as a person with blindness and gradually kind of started accepting it. Initially, it was hard. Sometimes things used to happen which were very painful. Like suddenly I would bang into people. I would bang into things. And since I was losing it and our brain is in such a way that when you are losing something, it kind of fills it in. Kind of a phantom vision. And I didn't know that there is something in front of it me and then I bang into things and uh, but after a while <clears throat> like I think maybe three four years then you start accepting life and there are also studies which often say that that anything which is an extreme event like extreme happiness or extreme sadness like disability doesn't stay long it becomes after a while you come back to your normal self so it it was it became just a background thing sometimes you would feel like I, why can't I do this so when my brother was learning computer programming i was like how why can't i learn this the so 
the when i got to know that there is something known as speech technology which can allow me to read and write and probably maybe code so i started i jumped jumped like right into it my father took out his uh insurance saving and bought a lap, uh, desktop at that time we had desktops bought a desktop and then i started reading and then i think there was no looking back because after that i suddenly felt everything is open for me i could read anything on internet i could uh do programming and at that time there were so many free books available is world was like in a way it felt like there is no limit to what i want to do i think uh, it makes a big difference for example my parents they 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 like everybody everybody else it's not only my parents but all blind persons or disabled persons parents support them and uh, my parents used to read out things for me record books for me and uh, uh my brother brother my brother and i we were so together we were almost seen as a like uh, twin brothers we would go out and like we will be on roads we will play us together we will do uh, and uh, we never had we used to do everything at home like plumbing work or carpentry everything <laughs> electrician and it was a big support and because he was around me i I, i i never felt that i can't do anything because anything that i won't be able to do he would be able to do it so we would be able to we were we were a team so it was pretty solid now madhu and namesh both of them are a great support namesh though we he is he's still a child we don't want him to feel anything but whenever we need any support he's he he helps how important is technology in helping the people with disabilities uh i'll go a little bit back in the sense that i also have been uh, fortunate enough to develop the technology that we use so there is a technology called screen readers that uh, we use to read information which is almost what people often see in gps systems and maybe announcements on airports and railway stations that automatic announcement synthetic sound we use the same technology to work with computer phone and uh, anything else so and I also got an opportunity because of NAB Nationalization for the Blind to develop the same technology for India. So it was the first open source software for India. And then I worked in mobile screen reading technology, then I worked on another screen reader and in fact my organization also supported me. They hired me to contribute in the screen reading sense technology. What uh, my main uh, thing is that because we have the lived experience of disability we know what we want and persons with disabilities themselves should be involved in any development that is happening for technology development because someone else might just think what is good for us may not turn out to be. one example which is very old example somebody wants developed a technology like it will read every character so a b or suppose a b o u t so they thought it's it's like ground breaking technology but it didn't help us to read because it it was just a smart typewriter so they, they didn't involve people with disabilities so they didn't realize what is what is missing there when i developed the software the entire disability community felt that oh this is something that we needed so i developed because i knew what i need by being a disabled person not because of any special thing being a disabled person i also took feedback from many other persons with blindness so it's very important i mean 
these days there are te- technology models which say that okay this is the how you develop you you learn from your use end users mm-hmm. i said end user is the center of your development not the not that you have only like you listen to them once in a while <laughs> with this we come to the end of our podcast if you have comments queries or suggestions on the topic we discussed today or issues you would like us to cover in future write to us on bsi podcast at the rate ndtv.com remember bsi stands for banega swastindia you can also connect with us on banega swastindia handles on facebook twitter and instagram and continue the conversation through the week till next week this is ambika singh kama signing off stay healthy and stay safe